Hi everybody, we are live with Social Minute. Social Minute, of course, is a show where we talk about everything social media. Today, our special guest is Sarah from Sassman Pole and Dance Studio. Uh, for those of you who don't know who you are or know anything about the studio, do you want to give us a little history, a little explanation on who you are and what you do? Yes. So my name is Sarah. Like I said, I have been a pole dancer for approximately six years now. I've been dancing since I was 10. So dance has been a huge part of my life. Um, about a year ago, I decided that it was about time to kind of take on my passions and open up my own studio and this whole vision that I've created. Um, and so I and nine of my close friends and and kind of dance inspirations and and people who I learned from and who I've taught beside and who I've danced beside for so long, they all said that they were on board to come with me and we created a Saskatoon Pool and Dance Studio together. So it's been a bit of a process, but we opened up our doors in March and, uh, and it's been amazing. So you're just coming up on a year. We're just coming up on a year, yeah. A year ago the idea had formed and I had started talking to, uh, like I said, my peers and, and all my my pals and and now they've helped me get to where we are today that's amazing yeah so um i just want to start off the conversation with uh just like 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 a maybe a basic question so um when we talk about pole dancing um i think there's a lot of conversation around it 100 percent. Yeah. Um, good conversation bad conversation confusing conversation so what are maybe like the top maybe one or two misconceptions that people have about pole dancing as like a sport? Uh, so the two definitely the most like, probably things I get when I say that we uh, are at a pole dancing studio is they either say, you know, is, is this exotic or like, mm -hmm. you know, where are these kind of lines going? And then the other one that I get is, well, I can't do that. And so it's amazing that, you know, because I remember my first, and I tell all my students this, I tell everybody who walks into the studio, my first pole class, uh, I was taken by my friend Susan, who's now an instructor at the studio, and I couldn't do a push-up when I walked in the door, and they told me the first class, like, let's do five push-ups as part of our warm-up, and... From that moment on, I was like, what am I going to do? I can't do this. And with each week, progressively working on different spins and different tricks with pole, before I knew it, I, I gained strength. And now I'm, I'm definitely at my... I've gained a lot. So, okay, more so, than what I have. So, so then what, <laughs> what level of athleticism do you need to be doing some of like the like pole tricks and like just like the on the pole stuff. No, we start None. off at very, yeah, like, I like that. yes, <laughs> we uh, like absolutely, we want every, every person to be able to walk in the door and to, mm -hmm. to be able to know that there's a, a place for them to come and try. And, cool. and that's why too, you know, even with people, like we've got different level systems and all that so that you can work your way through so that if you, uh, you know, for how, for taking classes if you were always wanting to take a beginner level class and right. to be working on the dance moves and to be working on the spins and different things with the pole that you would feel comfortable coming in and and trying that and working towards different goals that you have mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then what are the types of like um people that are attracted to this type of movement and this this form of dance you know it's funny that i 
it was hard for me to nail down, you know, because a lot of time when you go to a marketing class, all these sorts of things, they're like, who are you targeting after? Who's your demographic? We got that all the time. And half the time people presume that it's, you know, the like the young university students, but I'm so proud to say that we have from age 18 to like 60 plus coming Mm -hmm. in. We, yeah, it's, it's just, it's blown my mind that we've, had this community that's already within six months been so welcoming and and that we've had a really wide demographic so it's really cool to see that that's really awesome and so then like I guess like for me just out of curiosity like are people coming as a goal to like just get fit and be active or is it a goal to be you know maybe preparing a dance for someone special or I've I've had the wanting to dance for somebody I've had wanting to start competition wanting to get fit to gain strength wanting to gain confidence Mm -hmm. and uh and for a lot I think a lot of people just you know they they see some of the imagery and and it's just people wanting to step out of their box and try something new right which for me is the coolest I was never a gym person I couldn't go and just work out I couldn't it was not not for me and so it's right. been awesome to see that you know I can have this kind of dance that it does get me in shape and and working towards my fitness goals mm-hmm. but it's also this amazing creative outlet where I'm constantly right. trying different styles of dance I'm listening to different styles of music all the time I'm mm-hmm. always always trying something new which is very cool it's really awesome um, okay, so I'm going to ask you something about social media. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm going to ask you, um, we had a question somebody asked on Instagram. So the question was, what is your favorite part of running the studio? My favorite part of running the studio is definitely the people walking in the door all the time. Like, it's just, for me, when I'm sitting behind my desk working on who knows what as a business owner, I seeing and just having the group of people who've been coming in and getting to meet these people and getting to know them better has by far been one of my favorites and to just like seeing the collaborations that you know me and the other instructors have had so far the ideas of getting together and just uh constant growth is really cool i I went into this knowing i'm gonna need to learn a lot of new things <laughs> and uh, and that's been a huge part of it so like what are what are some of the new things you had to learn what are maybe some of the challenges you faced well I you know I never I didn't get that have that university background yeah. I had no knowledge on business commerce and yeah. yeah. anything and so starting that out I was I was googling like I was it was just how to start a business and working into then who do I know in my life where I can get some of these resources from and who can I learn from what resources do we have in Saskatoon and and uh, just constantly having that openness of going and being able to talk to people that was a huge thing to kind of step out of my comfort zone and just not be afraid to reach out and see who's in our community as well and and get some of the answers that I needed and do you want to give a shout out to like a resource like like a great resource oh you think of anything well I had so many one of my like favorite resources was luckily one of my dad's best friends which was really funny so yeah he's like a second dad to me Jim which was amazing and and it was really cool even having that relationship with him because he had owned businesses in his past um and our businesses had nothing to do with each other, but right. it was kind of like he gave me this knowledge that he had had from his past. And now I think his wife is mad at me because since we had that discussion, he went back and 
started up a new business oh, since no. we so it's kind of cool to see and yeah it was just you know cool. he was helping me with every step of the way and then he that's said awesome. like do you know what i'm getting back into it so that was super yeah. super cool that's awesome i mean business i think for everyone is challenging and i think every specific industry has its own set of challenges but in the yeah. end of the day you know it's kind of you and a bank account and some yeah. number crunching yes so i mean that's definitely the part where you have to there's a lot of commonalities between businesses. So, I mean, there's lots you can learn from people that have gone through it. Yeah. Um, especially too, like when it comes to, I think, you know, having employees or renting space or different legal things, right? Yeah. There's a lot of like things that you can learn the hard way or potentially learn the easy way. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, oh, this is a great one. Um, how did you get into pole dancing? My friend Susan, <laughs> I, like I said, I've been a dancer for so long. Mm -hmm. I've been teaching dance. So uh, the studio that I grew up at, Step on Stage, uh, I like it's it's been my entire. Town? It's here in town. Okay, yeah. Cool. So I actually still teach there. Okay. Um, right so that's where I say like I have this world where I've been dance. It's been all my kids, yeah. everything that that has been a place where I've grown and I've been there since I was ten. So it's going on eighteen years now, which is so crazy that I've seen them grow as a business and they are my second family and so then going into that and then just knowing like when I took my first pole class it was because my friend Susan who I had met at Step on Stage she was taking adult classes there and when we um you know became friends over the years she'd said that her and a few girls were going to try out this class and at first I was really hesitant I yeah. had said like I don't know if I can do that and uh, and so then it was after she had finished six weeks and she'd said how amazing it was that she was like you gotta you gotta come so you just gotta do it, yeah. just gotta do it. so I signed up I went to the class and like I said, the first one was terrifying for me because I've been a dancer my entire life and then all of a sudden I had this like solid pole beside me that I was right. like what do I do with this thing right. and I had no idea right. and so it's yeah it turned out to be one of the best things I could do both for myself as a dancer and awesome. and professionally as well. So yeah. it, it really changed my life going there forward. And so I was lucky to have friends to go in with it and then just slowly build throughout the years. And so let's maybe talk a bit about um, competition. Because I yes. think, you know, when we talk about uh, social media and I've talked about this with other genres or other sports or other areas, yeah. um, you know, when we talk about competition, when you're competing, I'm assuming you're doing a lot of traveling, like to different cities yes. and stuff, because there's yeah. probably not a lot of competitions in Saskatoon yeah. unless you guys host them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when we talk about the role of social media, right, in terms of like you're going to a new place and maybe social media is a place where people are learning about you, or when you're down there, you're documenting these things so that people in Saskatoon are, you know, seeing the credibility or seeing some of the experiences that the studio is having. Yes. Do you want to talk about um, how social media plays a role, sort of? building community here, but also helping with new travel. Oh, for sure. Um, especially, I know with Pole, it, it's still such a small world. Right. And, you know, there are, it's it's so cool kind of branching out. And my first Pole competition was last fall, actually. I went out to Vancouver. And within a matter of a year, I just, I feel like I've met so many amazing people across the country. I've gotten to know dancers in, in almost almost every province which is really cool and uh and so kind of going there and and as adults I do feel like going into a competition we are we're much more aware that you know these are people that 
that we can get to know and, and learn so much from. And, and so I was really lucky to have a great experience last year. And that really inspired me to continue to push forward with competition. I thought that I, I never thought I'd go back to a competition stage because yeah. I did it a lot when I was younger. Right. And I thought I was done that time in yeah. my life. And so it's, And so now is it just kind of full steam ahead? Is there other people competing at the studio? Or yes. The studio? So, well, my friend and uh, when I first opened up the studio, Catherine, she, yeah. unfortunately, she moved away to Ontario. But um, yeah, so it was very, very sad for us. But um, Ontario gained another excellent pole dancer, which is great. So there you go. Yes. So we miss her a lot. But um, Catherine was the person who really showed me like you can do it this mm -hmm. is something that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's it's definitely achievable for you to go and do um the competition that we go to pole sport organization is amazing so mm -hmm. i've done competitions now outside of pole sport organization right. but for them they believe that every pole dancer can go on a stage so they've got levels that work for absolutely everybody mm -hmm. so that you can go in as a total beginner and you can compete you can go in as a professional and um, the category kind of uh, that you can choose from with pole, a lot of people again presume it has to be a, a sexier side. I just competed in dramatic, which was amazing because it's very like contemporary do you have feelings. Of that and on your Instagram, I do. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, check out her Instagram. Yeah, I'm a big contemporary. I love I love emotions and feelings yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the good I things. I also love emotions and feelings. <laughs> They're pretty rad. They're, yeah. Sometimes we're like, stuff them down, but yeah. other times it's like, here's yeah. all the feelings. Awesome. So, yeah. So it's really good. Um, and so then do you feel like when you're traveling and meeting people, are you staying connected through social media, Instagram, things like that, yeah. following what other people are doing? Yeah. I feel like it's definitely like the way things are, especially when you're in some sort of competitive or visual type of sport. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was really cool that I've made connections now with people that whether they, I danced against them last year, whatever it was that now I've seen them at second round of competition or I went to a pole expo in Vegas this summer, right. which was really cool. Right. And so I get these travel experiences that I, I get to know these people over social media almost first. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think because a lot of us is at training and because there's so many injuries and things that can happen right. with pole that, right. you know, if we're saying, Oh, my shoulder is bugging me. Like I have been doing this. It's great that the entire community has been so responsive to say like, this is what I've done or be careful with this. And, right. and so it's really cool awesome. that, yeah, there's a, a whole community out there that, that is very That's responsive. Really awesome. So, yeah. um, Something I wanted to touch on, um, and I think this is really uh, great that you guys uh, do it. I don't know if it was intentional. Um, so I, a lot of times when I talk with clients, when I talk with other people about social media, I talk about this gap between you know things that happen online, but then yeah. also people that things that happen in real life. And so what I love a lot about your studio, and it's actually like probably the the spark that you know led me to reach out to you and contact you and stuff. Um, is I love this like lit up wall that you have, right? So I think to me, you know, without um, having to put your logo on everything or without having to, uh, you know, brand everything, you know, with other people wearing t-shirts or something, mm -hmm. um, just that wall itself, like I always know it's your studio mm -hmm. just because it's so visual and so unique and it has such 
uh, a unique visual look to it, but I just always know that it's Saskatoon. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. So was that intentional or are you guys just like, we'll hang up some lights and hope it looks good? Yeah, dear, for me, I've always loved lights. Yeah. I love, yeah. yeah. So it was just something that visually for me or just more so thinking of the space yeah. and thinking of ways that I really, you know, when we got in there, it was a large warehouse space mm -hmm. that I was mm -hmm. said like, what do we do to make this right. a more comfortable space? And a lot of time, like we have it so that you can have a full lit studio space. You can see absolutely everything in right. there. But I liked the option of having the light walls that we do because mm -hmm. it's just something where, again, like for me, a lot of time, if I'm either trying to connect emotionally or whatever it is, I can go in there and just turn the lights on and kind of have my like zone where right. it and definitely is a mood setter, I think, at the studio yeah. more so. But do you think and people are more comfortable with that, like sometimes, like yeah, their dream so. movement? Well, you know, that's half the time where I've said, you know, when you come in and if you take a drop-in class, it's one hour, it's learning a little a little dance routine. And uh, and at the end, I always encourage people to tape themselves. And I say every time, you, like, it doesn't need to be posted. This can stay on your phone. You can watch it once and delete it, whatever yeah. it is. But um, with the light wall behind you, a lot of time we're creating shapes. We're always, right. as dancers, we are looking for these different picture moments and so it's really cool that that really allowed for people whether they took their video and screenshotted pictures right. um you know it gave them something where i want people to see how amazing they look and right. and so for that i said like even if your face is thinking like what am i doing right now and what have i learned this past hour that you get this amazing picture of yourself right. that you can kind of see yourself in a different light and and so that was the whole awesome amazing thing behind it yeah cool yeah it looks awesome it's so visual i think um like when i talk with people whether clients or just uh, conferences or workshops or whatever i'm always trying to instill in them the, the value of creating like instagrammable spaces and spaces yeah. that you know when they're photographed people just want to share them because they look beautiful yeah um, and sometimes people neglect that but i know even like a lot of my restaurant friends some of them talk about how much time they put into like making the tabletops really beautiful yes. because people are always like this with their food oh right? yeah so having yeah. that unique tabletop can differentiate you as a restaurant and have all that sort of posting of people sharing your food and stuff just really resonate and have that branded feel yes. to it. And it's stuff that you don't sometimes, I think, think about because you're like, yeah. well, who's going to be like, I have to find the best tabletops ever so that yeah. my restaurant stands out. But yeah. really when you think about, you know, a hundred people take pictures of your food a day on the nice looking tabletops, that's a pretty good investment. Yes, yeah. definitely. So yeah. um, at this point, I'm going to flip the tables. And this is the part where I always like to invite the guests to uh, ask me a question. So if there's anything that you have, like a social media question, or like sometimes I say a personal question, but I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty boring this week. So I'd maybe go social media. I was going to ask if you'd come to a poll class. Yeah, I'll come to a poll class for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are, do you guys have lots of guys coming out? We're starting to, yeah, yeah it's starting to gain, which cool. we, I would love to see more. And that's one thing, yeah. too, where I guess hand in hand with that question, like, what do you think stops males from coming? Uh, you know, I think sometimes, I think it's the, it's just perception, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like uh, dance studios in general. I think uh, for me, like, I mean, me being, like, gay and pretty openly gay, like, I have probably less concerns about that I yeah. would assume maybe some straight guys like might either just sort of have the same perception of it as they might around like yoga or dance or other things where they just feel like it's kind of female dominated yeah um I think one of the things that might 
you know, in terms of like marketing to guys and like don't quote me on this. Like I think there's some athleticism involved with pole dancing, so I think part of that might appeal to guys, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not um, you know, as like with yoga it can be pretty gentle. Yeah. But I think with pole you can probably get to some pretty amped up routines. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think for like guys can be generally competitive so I think there's something about that that might be appealing yeah um yeah I think it's interesting like I think you know for me I think it's always just like reinforcing that for yourself like yeah. you know um whether that's through your content whether that's through showing guys that are participating whether that's through having conversations about it in videos or having it in your copy yeah um I think it's always tricky too because you know like I'll work with certain people where you know they want to encourage male clients but they know that no matter what they do, 90% of their focus is always going to be female just because that's the industry. Yeah. Whether that's hair, whether that's clothing, whatever it is. So I think it's something where it's, I think, nice to um, grow that demographic. But mm. I, I think sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes it is what it is. What it is. Yeah. And you're never going to be like a 90% male studio. I mean, yeah. maybe you will. I don't know. I don't know what pole dancing is like. Yeah. I'd be into that. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's tricky. I think it's just um, exposure. I talk a lot about, um, with different clients, I talk a lot about um, barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. So what's preventing somebody from accessing a service? Right. And I think it's like, probably in your scenario, probably mostly education. Yeah. Which a lot of guys don't know yeah. that you offer. Or maybe it's even offering like a male-only class or something. Like, do yeah. you do that? Uh, we definitely host private classes. Like right. if you and a group of people were wanting to come in and have the class to yourself, mm-hmm. it's an option. Um, and so, yeah, it is, it's something that we do both private parties where it's like right. an hour and a half experience or a private class, which would last Cause what's, weeks. cause what's the comfort level then even for like some of your female students, right? Like if there was like, you know, 10 female students and two guys, yeah. like cause some of the dances you're doing are like pretty vulnerable. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So is there, is the comfort level for females in that environment okay with having guys in the class? Yes. So far I haven't had any, any yeah. issues and, and so it's. It is. It's something that I, I, I've told most people now. It's hard to understand because it was hard for me to understand mm-hmm. how welcoming everybody would be totally. until I met the people who started coming. Totally. And, uh, and so I've, the feedback I've gotten of people who just said, like, I, I feel safe walking in here and knowing that they can come in and just be themselves and, and have that welcoming group of people has been phenomenal. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any other questions for me? You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I feel like we did really well. I feel really good. (laughs) Um, So we're back from from a long weekend Thanksgiving. Everyone's full steam. I know I hit the ground kind of face first today. Um, Next week we're back, uh, same time, same place. And then we've got a whole bunch of amazing guests all throughout the whole season. Um, thank you, Sarah, for being on the thank show you for today. Me. Um, this is a lovely chat. And um, yeah, I'm going to actually, me and Sarah are going to continue some conversations because I'm going to talk her into doing me a favor as well, maybe. So um, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Sarah, for being on the show. And thank you guys for watching. Thank you.